Do you know your personal core values? And if you said yes, are you leveraging them for the greatest amount of success and the highest level of personal fulfillment? There's a very good chance the answer to both of those questions is no. And in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through a very proven methodology to get abundantly clear on your personal core values and then what you should do about them. You see, I inherently appreciate a good set of values. I believe that when we know what makes us tick, when we know what drives us forward, when we know what we find enjoyment in and fulfillment in, life gets very easy. It even gets very fun. I mean, imagine if you will right now that the things that you find to be important, the things that bring you the highest amount of joy happen to be the only things that you do every day or that all the decisions that you make run through that sort of filter and it helps you make the proper decisions to propel you in the direction of ultimate fulfillment. I understand as I'm saying this, you might have never even considered this a possibility before. Right? One of the, my very powerful, very impactful client calls this week had an in-depth conversation about what it means to be successful. And not so much in what do we quantify success as, but the, to me, misnomer that success requires pain, frustration, anger, all these things. It's actually my belief system that the majority of life should be far easier than we make it out to be. You know, there are 10 proven things that I do every day or every week, depending on what side you want to look at, to put me in a higher sense of what I refer to as personal power. These things are not complicated. I would even venture to say they are simple. But they're not always easy to execute because of old patterns, habits, things that get in the way. Nonetheless, as you master those skills, things become much more streamlined. I have noticed time and time again that my most successful clients, the happiest individuals that I get to spend time with, the ones that seem to have the highest level of fulfillment are the ones that live most closely connected to their values. And the opposite side of that is my clients that hadn't figured out how to honor their values end up suffering either mentally, emotionally, or even physically. Could that sound familiar to you? Whether it does or doesn't, I'm going to share why all this is important. Values are actually a part of you and I. They highlight a lot of what we stand for. Maybe not all of it, but certainly the highlight reel. And from honoring what we stand for, they help us actually represent our unique and more individualistic essence. An easier way to say this on the values, they provide a personal code of conduct. 
certainly there was a time in my life in which values were not that important to me. I had, at different times in life, been unfaithful on every woman that I'd ever dated. I had carried unscrupulous business practices, only focusing on the bottom line and the dollars in my pocket, not on the connections and relationships. Basically, my values were not what they are today. That had to shift in my life because I realized that unless I dialed in and owned and honored my personal values, I wasn't going to be able to experience true fulfillment. You see, at those points in my life, right? it's been better part of five years now, I was so incongruent with what I knew my highest values were. I was escaping into bad habits, childish behaviors, things that would short-term uplift me, but not actually any, any intrinsic value to my life. And then right to, to get to this point, to be able to share this with you, I have went through various values discovery processes over the past five years. I certainly don't want to take credit for this being solely my ideology, as Tony Robbins has a version, Dr. Joe Dispenza has a version, Dr. Shafali has a version, right, almost Garrett White has a version, right, almost anybody I've ever spent time with, anybody I've ever paid for mentorship, coaching, consulting, they all had some form of value discovery process. I've used those pieces and parts and have formulated some of my own. see, for me personally, there were some things that rose to the top of my list about what motivates me, right? And little things like physical health, overall energy, knowledge, vitality, pushing the boundaries of what's possible for me. Those are all very important. From knowing that, I have consistently promised myself that I would be committed to cultivating an incredibly strong foundation for not only my physical health, but also my mental health into my adult years. It wasn't always like this though, right? I had to get clear over a period of years of my life on what actual success and fulfillment meant to me. I had to know this was top priority. But what I found over and over again was when I started to value my health and I started treating my body like a temple for my soul. I didn't have to manage the impulses that I used to with nearly the same sort of consistency. Another way to say that is, I value the temple that's my body, so I don't poison it. I don't even consider fast food, fried food, alcohol, sugars, things that aren't inherently good for us, I just stay away from because my health has such a high value to me that short-term lifts would never pull me off center. It would never be possible. See, I know there's actually diving even deeper into that, having O positive blood type, 
diving into the work of Dr. Diadamo and eating for your blood type, tracking and monitoring my inflammatory responses, I actually realized that even certain foods don't make me feel good. And these aren't even quote-unquote bad foods. Carbohydrates don't make me feel good. Some fruits don't make me feel good. So I don't eat them. It's pretty simple, right? So I, I created a value hierarchy that had health, energy, well-being, and vitality very high at the top. From that standpoint, I started to make better decisions around what I was using to put fuel into my body. In order to make better decisions, I had to track and monitor what was going on. Right? If I had donuts, what was their response? If I had fish, what was my body doing? Makes sense, right? But your top value might not be health. So let's dive into that. If you don't know what your core values are, I get it. More often than not, I find that clients have never even been proposed this question before. You probably don't even understand what's most important to you in this moment. It's okay, but be honest with yourself. Are you one of the ones that focuses on what's important to society? to culture, maybe even the media? I mean, right now, if you had to, could you articulate the top five, seven, 10, maybe even 15 values that are of the utmost importance to you in this moment? More than likely, without going through this process, that would be challenging for you, which I understand. See, when I bring this up to clients, people start to speculate or even idealize what they believe they quote unquote should value, right? But if it's a should conversation, then we're projecting outwardly what could only be found internal. So instead of projecting outwardly, let's take the dive together internally. As we start this, I would like you to not presume that you know the answers to start. Because if you drop the preconceived notions and the assumptions, you get to embark on a much deeper, more creative personal discovery process. So really sit down with the mindset of, I'm just a beginner. I'm here to learn. This actually will gain you additional access to areas of your conscious and subconscious mind that have not yet been fully tapped into. I'm gonna encourage you to take a series of deep breaths right now. In through your nose, out through your mouth, and just relax. Your conscious mind is not gonna have these answers. We gotta go a lot deeper than that. So to get in that right mental, emotional, and even somewhat physical state is of the utmost importance, right? It's really the first step to this. So increase your mental alertness. 
become even more calm than you might normally be. And really send yourself back to the greatest version of you. Just relax. This is an incredible process to awaken you to what is possible for you. Once we're calm, once we're dialed in, once you're all the way present, I want you to create a list of your personal values. This should be short. Doesn't have to be 50, 60 things. You know, shoot for five to 10. You could certainly go analytical and Google values online and get a list and select the ones that make sense. But I don't think that that's actually the most efficient way to go. What pops in your mind? You know, values aren't inherently something that we select. Right? To me, I think we kind of reveal them to ourselves. We discover them through internal reflection. Because anytime you have a list, you can create comparison. And if you create comparison, then you're going to choose from a list of what might be socially accepted as the best values. That's not important right now. What's most valuable to you? See, there's three or four different ways that I've come up with, or that I can think of at least, for you to maybe dive into some personal core values. First is to think of some really meaningful moments in your life. Right? The, the really impactful things. What was happening to you? What was going on with you? What values were you honoring at that time? Right, maybe, I think for me, getting married. It's on the beach in Santa Monica. Small, intimate wedding, 35 people. It's an incredibly heightened experience. The value that I was honoring at that time was being a good family man, being present. Knowing that I was going to honor my wife and daughter for the remainder of my time here on earth. So the values were family, loyalty, commitment. And maybe you don't have a bunch of those heightened experiences, right? Maybe you don't have a whole bunch of meaningful moments yet. It's okay. Let's talk about those moments where things were more suppressed for you. Times where you might have been angry, upset, maybe even frustrated. What was going on? What were you feeling in those moments? Now, if you flip those around, what would be the thing that was being suppressed? See, just last week, my lovely wife didn't see eye to eye with her ex-husband. There's some things going on, and she, I called her upon leaving work after a long day. And she ended up taking out some of her frustration on me in a way that I didn't like. I was angry. I was upset. I was frustrated. Why was that the case for me? Because I value communication. I value calm, consistent communication. That was a value that was being suppressed in that moment. And maybe you can't even think of right now something that is a meaningful moment or something that got you angry. It's okay. We can pivot another direction. 
What's most important to you in your life right now? I mean, beyond the basic needs, of course, food, water, shelter, all those things that we spoke about in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What must you have in your life to truly experience fulfillment? Right? For me, it's a strong level of health and vitality. Maybe for you, you're surrounded by beauty or always on adventures. From that standpoint, what are those personal values that you must honor in order to feel good in life? So what I want you to do now is after you've went through that exercise, take a list of every answer you have, 5, 10, 15, 20. Maybe you're one of the great ones that has 50 or 60. Beautiful. If you do, that's actually too many to be actionable. So we have to pare them down into groups. So once you come up with related themes, right? it could be timeliness, it could be responsibility, it could be communication. Those are kind of all related. Things like learning, growth, personal development, expansion, those are all kind of related. Take things that are common and chunk them together, right? Create little groups of them. From that standpoint, then you can begin to highlight a central theme of each group. Another way to say that is select a word or two, right? really just one, that best represents that group. You can literally make it just a little parenthesis next to the, the word pairings with the, the itemizing word in it. All right, so we take something like that, transparency, integrity, honesty, and then select one word that you think maximizes, that means the most to you about that core group. You know, maybe for you it's honesty. Beautiful. Write that down. Once you have that done, now we shift into something that's a little more difficult. We're going to get clear on the top values that you have. So you've got the big list. You brought it down to the smaller subsettings. Now we got to bring it down to those really top, top five. In order to get that dialed in, there's a couple questions. The first one. What values do you have that are essential to supporting your inner self, right? The greatest version of you. What values represent your primary or best way of being? And then what values are essential to your life? See, I, I know without any question, there's only one of you. I'm positive. You're truly unique. And from that sense of unique divinity, you have things that are special just for you, right? Certain strengths and certain weaknesses. Not only do you have those, but you also have certain values that mean the most just to you. And so the question often becomes at this point, well, how many core values should one have at this point? You know, too few and doesn't really define who you are. Too many and you'll forget about them. I like to make sure there's at least five with really, I don't think more than seven. But then when I have them, I rank them in order of importance, right? Which one, which one just stands out the most? You might have to come back and forth and in and out a few times. You might have to get really dialed in on what's specifically important. But once you do that, it becomes very, very clear 
I'd even encourage you to potentially take a day away and come back to it. Now, once you have your top five to seven values, you can get your personal values even deeper. There's a way to really tie it in. I want you to consider articulating vast meaning behind the values. This will require you to do some emotional prodding. I want you to make these things memorable. Like to really create almost value statements. Right? So instead of having mundane and commonplace words, use really inspiring vocabulary. In addition to the, the really inspiring vocabulary, make sure the words surrounding your values trigger a heightened sense of emotion. They'll make it more meaningful. You're going to always want to tie it to your strengths first and then make it rich and meaningful so that you can really want to uphold them every day. See, if I look at mine, this is not ideal. It, it's changed a little bit a couple times for me, but a value statement for me is, is something along the lines of health. To live with full vitality and energy every day pretty clear on the value, right? That's something that's incredibly important to me. But health was the top value. And then to live, like, what makes, what defines health? How do I determine if I'm living with the value of health first? It's really simple. If I have full, if I'm full of vitality and energy every day, and I'm living that as the highest value, then I'm there. Let's say you have all this done. You've went all the way through this. Now I need to have you really test against it. Because I'm not always certain that what we see at first blush is really the best thing. So I'm going to encourage you when you get to this point, have it all written down. Write in a binder, write in a folder, maybe in your phone. And step away from it for two or three days. Don't look at it, don't consider it, doesn't really matter. Then come back to it. Come back to it and look at it. How, how does it make you feel? Are those values personal enough to you? Are they consistent with who you ultimately are? Are they in the right order of ranking? Are any of them inconsistent with who you'd like to be? Now's your time to really change it around. From this point, I have to assume that you've got your list. You've got five to seven things. You've got the emotional tied statement behind them. You know your values. Now we have to assess how much those are tying into our life. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being you're over the moon happy, you're living with that amount of integrity every day, and one being the opposite of that. How satisfied are you with each value? Record the score. Know where it sits. I like to use my phone's note, note section because it helps me get more and more clear on every time I go back and revisit this, how am I progressing through life? Kind of my magic number is if I'm at seven or below, that's a really good indicator that there's an area for growth there. 
Because I don't play small and I don't want you to play small. And so if you see that those top five to seven values, if more of those are at seven or below, there's a big chance you're feeling incongruent in your daily life. And so whether it's consuming content from this podcast or working with a coach, mentor, or consultant, whether it's reading books, whether it's going to classes or seminars, you need to do something to shift your perspective and quickly. I like to have clients define their goals. The goal to increase the number. The goal to integrate on a higher step. Then create a plan around it. How are you going to increase the number and then bring it to fruition? As you keep progressing through life, those five to seven things, as the numbers keep increasing, you will feel better and more fulfilled almost instantaneously. But now let's talk about decisions, right? That's how we started the show. How do we make better decisions that are more in alignment with who we are? What are we going to do with all this information? Inevitably, you've had some difficult decisions to make in the past month. We all have. It's part of life. This list and knowing where the priorities are, one through five slash seven, right? What's the most important values that you have makes it easy to make decisions. You're going to literally run a perspective idea or decision you have to make against a cross-reference of the list going in order of importance And then making decisions around that. For example, let's say you want to start a new business. You know, what would the new business change to your family life? What would happen if you did that? If family is one of the, the top values and priorities, what are the facts? What would happen? Step into the future picture. Paint, paint the mental image of what would come. Have it really come alive in your life. Now, score on that same chart, if starting that new business, can increase the family value and bring it up towards an eight or nine, or it's going to diminish it below a seven. That helps you make a better decision and helps you keep more in alignment as you have made a decision. This process, when implemented consistently, provides a completely new level of clarity to your decision-making process. I'm Ryan Nidell, wishing you truly unlimited success.